The world around us is changing rapidly. Fundraisers and nonprofit marketers like you have to be flexible and innovative to continue to overcome the challenges you face. We're Pursuant, and we're here to provide you with the tools, insights, and strategies you need to get you where you want to go. You're tuned in to the Pursuant Listening Experience. Today, we'll listen to a conversation between Pursuant Vice President Whitney Norman and Associate Vice President of Client Strategy Brittany Mathias as they take a look back on the top five takeaways from the 2021 ANA Nonprofit Conference. Hey, Whitney. Nice to see your face and have a chance to talk to you. Well, hi, Brittany. It would be even better if we were doing it in person, but virtually it's still fantastic to connect. Yep. Next best thing for sure. I'm really excited to actually talk to you about the ANA nonprofit conference that you recently virtually attended. Uh, I heard that it was a really good time. I heard that there were some really great speakers. I'd love to hear what you thought about it too. Yeah. You know what? This is actually one of the best conferences I've been to this year. I know lots of the organizations are trying to figure out this new hybrid environment and some are virtual, some are in-person. This was a really well-orchestrated hybrid event. Really, really impressive speaker lineup. They brought in folks like Karen Barr from Save the Children, Angela Williams at Easter Sills, Krista Byers at JDRF spoke, so did Luke Franklin at ASPCA. So they really did a great job sort of curating the content and bringing in the right transformational leaders to to lead those discussions. The other thing that was really interesting for me, Brittany, they used this platform and I think it was called Grit. Essentially what they were able to do is make it feel like for those of us who were attending virtually, like we were still there in person sitting and learning alongside our our colleagues that were, you know, attending the, the conference in Chicago. So just really well led and lots of great content that didn't feel repetitive, some new thinking, challenging old ideas. So lots of fun. I was I was glad I was able to join in those conversations. Awesome. Very curious about this grip thing. And as a side note, just love to see all these new emerging options within conference spaces like on Zoom and whatnot, just being able to offer up new solutions to our clients for events and conferences and whatnot. We'll take that out. Yeah, it was, <laughs> no, it was, it actually was really great too, because this was the, one of the first conferences I've attended where I had the opportunity, you know, assuming schedule allowed to attend every session that was offered. So usually conferences have multiple sessions happening at the same time, and you kind of have to pick and choose what you think is, is going to be most relevant for you. But instead what they did was just had really great topics that covered all areas of, of programmatic development and sort of different things that are happening in the nonprofit space right now. And they staggered it in a way that you could attend every single session. So, so that was really great. And certainly kind of the virtual environment made it so that you could download the presentations afterwards or listen to the, the recordings at a different time. So the ANA group did a really great job. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's always a little bit of FOMO when you have to pick one over the other. So it's nice that they didn't <laughs> make you have to pick. That's right. <laughs> One of the things that I've heard a lot from our clients is that there was this overarching theme of showing compassion. Did you observe that as well? Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm I'm thrilled to hear that's what you're hearing from our clients too. There was one quote that really stood out for me. I wrote it down and then I actually heard it referenced a couple other times in the conference. 
where they said that race will take you places that muscle cannot. And it sort of supported this resounding theme of compassion and how we're engaging our constituents through different channels and platforms and strategies and communication devices. And while all of those elements look so different for each organization, what was consistent across that was sort of this shared sense of humanity and caring, especially in the past year, gosh, I guess two years now where things have been challenging and uncertain and we're sort of navigating new obstacles in the fundraising landscape, really finding those opportunities to connect and engage with your supporters and your community in a compassionate way seemed to be a a pretty predominant priority for all of the speakers and presenters and keynotes in in this conference, which I really appreciated because I know that that's definitely aligns with the conversations and themes we're trying to support here at Pursuant too. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And it's it's nice that even though, though the past couple of years have brought us further apart physically, in a lot of ways, it has built that stronger sense of community. And that's what's coming through and what we're seeing with more donors coming onto the file and just the way organizations are able to personalize their communication with constituents now. Absolutely. So... Folks just looking to be a part of that community and connect and bond, which was which is really important in this in this conference as well. So if you had to pick top five takeaways from this conference, what would they be? Oh my gosh. So I did narrow it down, which candidly was not easy because there were a lot of really great conversations, lots of great speakers, good content. But if I had to narrow down the top five, and I would love to get your take too, as I kind of share share these. The first one that really stood out to me was about planning holistically. So really thinking about your program and your teams built around a shared vision and goals and really thinking about a holistic approach to program development. That was really the first kind of standout takeaway for me. I love this. You can't see it, but I am cheering because this is something that I know we embrace at Pursuant. It's something that we talk about with all of our clients just coming into a partnership. And it's so exciting to see more organizations embracing this way of thinking. You really can't plan a donor journey without looking at every facet of communication. So I love that teams are coming together to really take a look at what that should look like and just really recognizing that there's going to be indirect attribution from what you're doing in marketing to events to fundraising. So I think it's great that people are starting to really look at each of those touch points that a constituent receives and how it's going to affect their behavior and, and action collectively. I could not agree more. And in fact, as you are saying that, you're actually teeing up perfectly the second takeaway, which you do all day, every day in serving our clients. But really looking at as as you're creating that meaningful donor experience and those different touch points, how you prioritize multi-channel engagement. So really thinking about meeting your folks where they are to then shape and support that that donor experience and, and that connection. That's great. And particularly important now because we know that so many organizations benefited from just a really heavy influx of new donors many of them digital last year. And that doesn't mean that's the only way we should be talking to them. So it is great that we're meeting our donors where they're at, which is, you know, by their phones, on their computers, at their mailboxes, all those things and making sure that they hear from us in all those channels as well. 
each of those ones really do um, amplify the success of the other. So I love that takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you may have gotten a sneak peek at the takeaways before, <laughs> before we talk because you are, you're teeing them up so perfectly. And I know that's just how your mind works in the world of nonprofit fundraising strategy is you really are thinking about how, how all these different channels support each other. But that lends itself perfectly to the third takeaway, which was really focused on digital transformation. This was a, a pretty consistent uh, theme in a lot of the sessions that I attended where they were talking about this new and important role that digital is playing in a lot of programs. But because it looks so different for each organization, right, based on their tech stack and resources and platforms and audiences, the importance of optimizing, adapting, and experimenting in the digital space. As you said, this is interesting because every organization is at a different place in their digital transformation. I feel like digital first is the buzzword of the year. <laughs> I've heard all of my clients say that and, <laughs> and they're right. It's important. It's really important to make sure that that digital journey is optimized and that we're able to stand out in what's a very noisy environment right now online. Being able to, to identify where constituents are actually engaging with your content and then aiming to be the best in that space on that journey. That's how you can keep them engaged and make them come back time and time again. So really interesting to see the space continue to evolve. Certainly has been one that's had to grow quickly in the last two years, but it's also exciting to see where it will take us in the next coming years as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think with that too, with the digital space continuing to become a priority and, and kind of move to the forefront, there have been lots of conversations around privacy and what data is being shared. And I, I'm sure that that's something you're hearing across a lot of the client conversations right now, which is why I actually called this out as my fourth takeaway. There were a few interesting discussions about this at the conference where they were really talking about how we need to be aware of the changes that are coming, right, in the cookie-less environment and heightened concerns around data privacy and, and all of those things, and how we as, as fundraisers and leaders of organizations need to understand what our donors' concerns are around privacy and ultimately start to communicate those changes with transparency and what that means for the organization. Yeah, Whitney, I think you hit the nail on the head. The transparency is really what's key. And getting ahead of it is so important as well. So don't wait for your supporters to ask, like maybe volunteer what it is that you're doing with their data, why it is important, how they can you know, enhance their privacy where they want to. And really that authentic communication, just being really open and transparent with what it is that you're doing with their data is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think we live in a world too, where it's so important for us to create an experience that feels personalized. And in order to do that, we, we kind of need to know things about, about the folks that are supporting us. So, you know, what does it mean to not have access to some of that data and starting to think through other creative ways that we can gather that, whether that's surveys or just having those conversations, asking the, the questions, but to your point, doing so in a transparent way that actually allows you to build greater trust with your supporters by having those conversations. Yeah. Personalization is definitely where it's at. And first party data has always been, you know, the holy grail. It's going to become even more so.
Are you asking questions about your fundraising data but are struggling to find actionable insights? Pursuance Giving DNA Platform is here to help. We combine your constituent data, donation data, third-party information, and tack on augmented intelligence to provide you with insights about who is giving to you, what motivates them to give, and which channels through which they prefer to engage. The platform also comes with baked-in opportunity segments that show you who is most likely to give a large gift, is most likely to lapse, and most likely to give monthly. All this and much more is at the fingertips of fundraisers like you. No IT or data analyst required. Learn more at givingdna.com today. As we kind of round this out, there are a couple a couple of things I want to share. So the fifth takeaway really aligned with how I think you and I started today's conversation with the, the theme of compassion. But Luke at ASPCA sort of rounded out the conference with some of his high-level takeaways. And one of them that he shared that really stood out to me was that he said, we need to find ways to engage with compassion and be that connection, which for me really resonated because I feel like as development professionals, we are sort of the conduit to generosity of our constituents, right? That allow them to be a part of something bigger than themselves and really create positive impact in their communities and the world around them. So I thought that the way he emphasized we need to be that connection was was very cool. I love that. And I love what you just said about us being the conduit because that's really, that's how I like to think of all of these nonprofit missions communicating with their supporters is they are really connecting donor to mission. And I think donors are less and less interested in something that's just polished and super fancy and really more about getting that authentic communication. It's something that feels accessible to them. So really understanding where your supporters are, that's how we're going to motivate them to engage with us. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And I'm actually thinking through another conversation that I think is important to call out here too. When you talk about accessibility, I, I also think about how we are engaging our constituents and representing our constituents and letting our entire community kind of be a part of that conversation. Brittany, I think you'll appreciate this because I know you're really leading the diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts um, at Pursuant. There was this really incredible panel discussion. I think it was on the second day and it was led by Dorino Cam at the Armed Services YMCA where they opened up this this panel discussion by saying, today we're going to have some uncomfortable conversations. We're going to have honest and candid conversations about what diversity, equity, inclusion, DE&I, looks like for our industry, how we're representing our various communities and our service recipients. And one of the things that really stood out to me, I think it was Charles Archer at One Hope United said it. He said that... For some of us, this is a journey. DE&I is a journey. But for others, this is our life. And we have been living it since the day we are born. And we need to start to walk that path together. And I think what was so important in this, in this panel discussion is they really highlighted that while everybody might be in a different place on their journey, we have to take the steps. We have to have the dialogue. And we have to continue to advance that journey together and walk the path together. And so they really just encouraged everybody to be having that dialogue, to have those hard and honest and open conversations 
where everyone can really learn from each other's experiences and be able to move forward and grow. One of the other panelists said, we do this work because we want to see the world become better outside of our four walls, but it really starts with each of us. It starts with you. And I remember writing that down and just read it over and over and was just, I was really impressed by the panel and the discussion and how I really felt like it kind of permeated the rest of the conference. You could tell that folks were really internalizing that conversation. And I think it was definitely a right, a, a big step in the right direction for our industry. I love that. It's so important right now. And I honestly think this has been a year of just learning how to lean into the uncomfortable in the interest of becoming better humans, in the interest of growing. So I, I love that that was a focus. I love that it was something that was placed top of mind for the rest of the conference. And yeah, that's just so exciting. I think it's a space that I've seen a lot of our clients start to really take a look at, like, how does our mission impact underrepresented communities and identities? And what do we need to do to really show those people how our mission can impact them or does impact them? I, it's such an important space. And I know that it's something you're really passionate about too, Whitney. Uh, you're right there with me on that on that pursuing panel. So I, I'm really happy to work with you there and really excited to hear that that was a focus in the conference. Absolutely. And, you know, overall, it just, it was a great conference, great conversation. I'm really excited to start attending conferences in person at some point uh, to be able to enjoy those conversations alongside my colleagues and peers. But I certainly appreciate the opportunity getting to sit down with you virtually today, Brittany, and kind of talk through some of the things that stood out for me. I will share there was a lot of great content and I'm happy to dive into more details too if folks are interested in, in, in unpacking other highlights from the conference. Yeah, it really does feel like we've only just scratched the surface. Each one of these takeaways that you identified could be its own conversation, much longer conversation. So if someone does have more questions, whether it be myself or someone outside of pursuit, how can they go about contacting you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm happy to hop on the phone with anybody. Feel free to, to shoot me an email. Let's connect. It's just Whitney.Norman at Pursuant.com. And we can certainly talk through these in greater detail. Awesome. We'll so appreciate this conversation, Whitney. And as I said, it's always great to see you. Hopefully it is in person one day soon. But until then, this is definitely the next best thing. Looking forward to it, Brittany. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.